good something, some uh, morning, evening, afternoon. Hello, friends. Um, this episode, episode 26, is about you, about friends, about my friends, and friends in general, friends anywhere you may be in the world, whoever you are friends with. Um, basically, I've been thinking about what makes strong friendships. Um, it came up with a friend today as I was talking with him, um, and we had some interesting insights. So it, it, first of all, there are different kinds of friendships. And I can think of kind of two big categories in particular, or maybe two, two kind of uh, vectors along which I can plot my friends. Um, and it gets back to importance, which is a topic that I love and I've talked about before. So basically, I have friends who are good friends that I really enjoy spending time with who don't necessarily feel important. They may be friends that I met a year ago and maybe I have dinner with them once a month or a Zoom call every once in a while and I really enjoy talking with them and I look forward to those calls. Um, but the, they don't feel important. And why is that? It's because outside of the reminders that I set to check in with these friends, they don't pop into my mind. And I'm sure all of us have these friends, like people we really enjoy, but they're just not, they don't pop into your mind in the middle of the day, in the middle of the month, unless they're in front of you or unless you, you know, you've actually scheduled a, some time with them. And I think the reason they don't pop into my mind is because, as I've talked about before, when it comes to importance, I haven't spent much time thinking about them. Basically, I've given a lot of attention over the years to childhood friends, for instance, right? Over the years, I've spent a lot of kind of maybe mundane hours in front of them, with them, with them, you know, the, their, the idea of them being drilled into my head, my attention being focused on them. And attention creates memory. And now, so when I'm in the middle of, you know, doing something, even here in Japan, there'll be something that triggers me to remember them. There are just tons of little spots in my memory where this childhood friend lives. And I may not have talked to them in years, but they'll still pop in my head pretty frequently, much more frequently than the friends that I talk to maybe every week, every month, but I've only been friends with them for a year or two. And this is the same way that like tests in school work. You know, when you want to pass a test in school, you study, you basically give your attention to some piece of information over and over again in the hope that when you see the trigger, your you know, multiple choice question, you remember the thing you were thinking about before. So basically, you know, that's what makes a friend feel important versus not, I think, is how much attention we've given to them in the past. Um, but the friend I chatted with today actually pointed out another factor, which is really interesting. He mentioned that his closest friends his most important friends, are usually ones that he's grown with. Now, this makes sense because growth, which usually occurs through challenges or even trauma sometimes, is super memorable. Um, in fact, I would say that growth, when we think about growth, it's basically just any permanent memorable change to our identity. So when we associate someone with growth, they're indeed going to be very, you know, important friends to us, tied to a particular part of our identity that we, we will never forget. That, 
you know, whenever that part of identity comes up in our life, we will remember that person. And therefore, they will feel very important. So the question I had then, ironically, since this was on a Zoom call that I was talking to this friend, is how does this happen over Zoom? You see, Zoom isn't really great for challenges. It's not really great for growth. When you hang out with friends in high school and college, you're studying, you're wandering in the woods, the city, and eventually you end up in some kind of challenging situation, whether it be a cold beach in May where you have no way home, or maybe you're finishing a poster at 2 a.m. for some class, or maybe you're digging your car out of the snow, whatever it is, there are these situations that you're stuck in with this friend, and you have to go through this challenge together. Now, Zoom calls, on the other hand, aside from connection issues, are definitely not very challenging. There's not any friction to enter or leave. And even if the conversation gets challenging, like even if it's that, there's a little bit of challenge from just like the topics you're talking about, you can always just make an excuse and leave the call. So how do you try to grow friendships over Zoom if they, if a close important friendship relies on growth, relies on challenge, shared challenges and shared growth. How do I create challenge and growth over Zoom? So basically that's today's thought. If you have any ideas, how you can create challenge and growth over Zoom or remotely, or just how without meeting somebody in person and spending mundane time with them, that might lead to a challenging situation. You can create a close friendship. Please leave them below in the comments. And I'll see you tomorrow.